Hey, Joy here. Rachel and I would like to welcome you to You're All Right, Get Up, a podcast full of laughter, personal stories, encouragement, and often a show about living life. As a disclaimer, our podcast does not offer professional therapy or treat illness. We are a motivational supporting podcast sharing our life experiences, stories, and laughter. And don't forget to listen to our Wednesday What to get your midweek boost. And we would love for you to check out our sponsor tab and consider joining us. If you have questions or need any additional information, please check out the sponsors tab on our website or contact us at info at allrightgetup.com. And we'd like to give a shout out to an amazing company and sponsor, Endeavor Promotions out of Birmingham, Alabama. Danny Kirkland has done an amazing job of our promo items. And we encourage you to check out his website, EndeavorPromotions.com, or he can also be reached at 205-540-8292. Yeah, he's an amazing guy and an amazing company. They have done a great job. Highly recommended. So guys, moving ahead into season two, we are super, super excited to bring you a delightful blend of entertaining tidbits and astonishing updates that we refer to as Weird Wired and Witty Whispers. <laughs> wow, exciting news. <laughs> Fun stuff. You guys are going to love it. It's going to put you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> yes, you're also going to learn some information. Oh, All everybody right. needs to learn new stuff, right? I know. A I love tidbit trivia. under your belt, right? And you right. walk up and say, hey, uh, did you know, by the way... <laughs> I know it's great for small talk. Right. If you run into that awkward person, you, you do not think you have anything in common with them. You can use one of our witty whispers yes, to absolutely. start that engaging conversation. Absolutely. For our first witty whispers, I ask you, Joy, did you know that dogs can have a dominant paw? Really? Yes. Like humans, they can either be left or right pawed. Whoa. Mm-hmm. No, I did not know that. Wow. Interesting. So do you think that maybe one of your dogs are left or right paw? Mm, you know, that that's a good question. Let's see. Um, I can say mm-hmm. Shiloh, she's our, our chihuahua mix. She's always right pawing. Okay. I would say right. Okay. okay. She's always using the right paw. Like going up, oh, okay, you know, grabbing the with the right paw the basket or your shoe or something like But I would say right Okay. for her. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think Bandit, who's also a Chihuahua mix, yeah. I would say he's probably right pawed as well. Another little follow-up mm. to that is, you know, in humans, the majority of the population is right-handed. But in yeah. the dog world, it's more of an evenly blend of either right or left. Really, there's oh. only two directions, so I don't know why <laughs> I ended that with like, and there's the third. But anyway. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> so, so that, that makes me wonder, or... Uh, are other animals very similar? What about cats? That's a yeah. very good question. I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. We have a lot of cat people out there, too. So I know that they're probably thinking, wait a minute, what about the, the kitties, you know? So, I mean, that's just something maybe we could take a quick look at and see. I'm um, Googling that now, and awesome. I got tickled. You know how when you're typing, Google will try to add verbiage to what <laughs> you think it's searching, right. what, you're, what you're trying to search for. Yeah. It just says, are cats the dominant animal on Earth? <laughs> Well, you know, they, they are like kings and queens, right? Hey, I mean, you know. That's that's what I understand. So there you go. Yeah. I, I love I love dogs. Love cats. Love horses. I'm a big animal person. So certainly have to put the kitties out there along with the dogs for sure. According to NationalGeographic.com, yeah. Cats wow. Can, okay. Can have a preference. According awesome. to Carrie Arnold, female cats tend to be more right-handed, a new study says. 
Nice. How interesting. Very interesting. We'll have to do the follow-up of if there's other animals yeah. who have a preference for using a dominant paw. Very cool. Very cool. I love it. So you got us a story? Yeah, so I have uh, a story about a time when I worked for an animal clinic. Oh. And there was a, a short time after I got, I basically got out of high school, that I took on a job and worked for an animal clinic. I remember that. It was the best time. I, I really enjoyed that time. Some wonderful friends learned some very valuable lessons, right and wrong. <laughs> it's amazing what you can learn about yourselves and other people and take those valuable lessons with you as you grow and mature. And that's what happened. So it was just a really good time for me because there was some hard things too. And I, you know, I'm a firm believer that you know, we can do hard things. Uh, it's tough, but uh, it's also good for us, too. I agree. Um, good and bad is uh, oftentimes we learn those lessons that we take later on in life and go, wow, you know, if it hadn't have been for that, I wouldn't have been here or I wouldn't have mm -hmm. met that person mm -hmm. or doing this thing. I think there's a lot of blessings that come out of uh, tragedy sometimes. So all that to say... <laughs> this particular day, I was working at the clinic. I was basically an assistant there, myself and one of our technicians. And again, lots of really fond, good memories. But um, <laughs> there were days when it was relatively slow. And then there were days when it was, I mean, we were blowing it out of the water. We were busy, mm -hmm. had stuff going just second to second, and generally worked like from seven in the morning to six at night. So, you know, that kind of gives you an idea of a that lot time of hours. Frame. It is a lot of hours. But, you know, <laughs> there's no way I could do that kind of work now. <laughs> it's like I'd go in, uh, you mean it's only been two hours? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm worn out. Um, I need to, do you have any Advil? <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. Tylenol, maybe. But then, when's lunch? <laughs> exactly. Uh, then it was great. I was able to really learn a lot about the industry. So we're, we're having a slow day. Where basically those particular days were the days that you cleaned a lot. <laughs> you cleaned, found a, a job, something needed to be painted, <laughs> you know. Oh. So maybe you're doing some extra cleaning. Maybe you paint a wall over here that had uh -huh. a lot of scuffs on it, things like that. So that's kind of what was happening. And all of a sudden we get this phone call. And the phone call comes in and, of course, you answer. And the person says, hello, and hello, can can we help you? And it's an older person on the other line. Well, Becky had answered the phone call, my friend that, that I worked with. And so the person on the other line says, uh, we have this goat that is outside and doesn't belong to us. Um, so your animal control? We're, we're really not sure what to do uh -huh. because it looks like the goat is in the tree. In a tree. Oh. <laughs> I thought she just wanted you to animal control. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> at that time, it was raining a little bit. The weather was nice. It was, you know, maybe 70-ish or so. Very much like probably what it is today. But it was raining. Kind of a gentle rain. Nothing extremely hard. And But you're the one that answered the I, phone. <clears throat> Becky, Becky. Oh, Becky. The phone. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah, Becky. my friend answered the phone. However, when she got off the line with that person and found out where they lived, that person on the other end of the line lived near me, lived near my house. 
So she immediately came over to where I was and she was like, hey, do you know such and such near you? And I said, sure. Yeah, I know where that is. She said, would you, would you mind just riding out there and checking to see what like this Becky's is about? Becky's standing you up. <laughs> I know. To this day, I think it was kind of like a, maybe a, a setup per se. No, no, I'm kidding. It's all about, it's all a joke. So uh, she'd never do that. She's awesome. Anyway, I was sure. Absolutely. So I had this small, just awesome little S10 pickup. Gosh, they don't make those anymore. But it was super cool. It was brand new. Loved it. It was just a great little truck. With the animals and the horses and things that we had and all of that, it worked out extremely well for me because, Mm -hmm. you know, I loved putting the dogs, you know, in a little kennel and riding them back and forth because oftentimes I'd take the dogs to work or whatever. So that being said, I hopped in, in my little truck. And uh, rode over there. Now, so, in your mind, were you thinking, it's not really a goat in a tree? Oh, Prepare. yeah. In my mind, I was just thinking, you what know, this is, probably, this is probably some little tiny goat that's probably eating some branches. Or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Eating in the brush or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was my immediate thought. So, I pull up in the driveway. And as I pull up, I'm just kind of pulling up a little further. Because, again, it's raining a little bit. So, I don't want to get out and just drench myself immediately, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you gotta be dry I, for the goat. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I pull up a little further where I kind of see, and I'm not seeing a person at this point. So, you know, you always feel a little awkward when you pull up into someone's yard or near their house and you don't right. see anybody right away. You're like, okay, I'm I'm not doing anything unusual here. Did, I want to make sure you know who I am. <laughs> did you know these people? No. No. So you had no idea if there really were elderly or if this was a prank call. Or- right. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything about them other than the house and where it was. Okay. As I pull up, again, it's kind of raining a little bit. There's a deck on the back porch there, and it's a little bit older home. It's a very nice home, but a little bit older home. But I see this person kind of open the door and is standing there and waves at me because they know that I'm coming. And it's an older elderly lady, super sweet, but I'm not going to make her come out naturally. So I wave back, no, hey, hey. And she's pointing over at a particular tree. So I'm like, okay, so I kind of get out. I've got on my little rain slicker type thing and I walk over there and I can see something. And sure enough, as I walk around the corner of that tree and get a little better view, (laughs) Uh I see a white goat with horns, not extremely long horns, but little horns, you know, up here on the top of his head. And he has his foot in between the crevice. You know how two limbs meet together? Uh Uh-huh. He has one foot stuck in between those limbs and another one directly on top of it. And he's pulling and he can't get his feet out because he can't lift it. Right. He's trying to pull it out straight, which is all that's doing is just putting added pressure on his leg when he's trying to pull. Oh, poor thing. And he had reached up to eat out of that tree and his foot slipped and got caught in between that little crevice, right? So I realize that's what's occurred here. (laughs) Now, he is not a small goat. He's not a pygmy goat. <laughs> he is, but he's certainly not the largest either. Uh, I would say he is probably, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking about the size of my dog. 50 pounds, maybe. Okay. You so know, he's probably 50 pound goat. 55, somewhere in there. Okay. And uh, so he can be a handle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I reach up. I gently 
talk to him, start petting him, you know, <laughs> giving him a little bit Does of encouragement. Does he make some sound? Does he, he is. He is talking to me, you know. <laughs> me. Give me the stink Like, tree. oh my gosh, what has happened to me? What is going this on here? let go of me. He's like, I have never done this before. I promise you, this has never happened to me. This is the first time, really. I'm so glad you're here. I could just hear him like, he's stammering at this point, like right. talking nonstop because he's not <laughs> Don't sure eat what me. else to do. Don't eat me. <laughs> Are you really a good person? Let me ask you a personal question. I mean, I can hear him saying these things. So I reach up and I pull up on his top foot, Mm -hmm. okay, and get it up to where I can gently pull it down. And as I reach up for the next one, again, he weighs like maybe 55 to 60 pounds. So it's difficult for me to just reach down and pick him up myself. I'm trying to lift him a little bit so I can get him to where I can get that foot out. (laughs) And as I do, I realize that his little leg is not in good condition because he has pulled it so much that he's apparently caused a break or something to happen there. Mm. So I I raise him up as much as I can, and he starts to do it himself and pulls that leg kind of up to where I can reach up and grab it. Well, let me tell you something. (laughs) This is what I like to call Uber Goat. Uh (laughs) Because he got the Uber luxury Uber that day. Okay, It's like the, the Uber Black. Okay, giving little kudos out. Because the next thing that occurs is that it's raining. I'm not going to put him in the back of my pickup, and it's brand new. But I'm not going to put him in the back of the pickup with a broken leg or a hurt leg and make him stammer around and drive him a mile, a mile and a half up the road to get him back to the clinic. So I have a blanket in my car. Uh-oh. <laughs> I pull out the blanket, and I go over, and I, I kneel down, and I say... Now, you're going to have to ride in the truck with me, okay? You're going to have to ride with me. All I ask (laughs) is that you don't decide to stand up inside the truck (laughs) and try to drive or anything like that or take out my window until (laughs) I get you there. (laughs) I wrap him up in this big blanket to where his legs are kind of tucked, almost like a baby when you swaddle them a little bit. I lay him up inside my seat. And I'm talking to him all along. I'm like patting him and trying to talk to him. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to get you up to this. Did you sing to him, Minnie? Exactly. I'm doing like lullabies. I'm going to sing you a lullaby. (laughs) You know? Don't try to drive. Right. (laughs) Needless to say, a mile and a half later, he has a name. (laughs) Of course. At this point, I've given him a name. So, Lucky, as we start to get out of the vehicle. Thought you were going to call him like Birchwood or something or Oak. (laughs) Pine. Yeah. (laughs) Long Needle Pine. Right. So, Lucky and I get inside. And, of course, we get him comfortable, get him blankets and get him all settled and real warm and dried off and everything. We start asking around, asking some neighbors. We find out who he belonged to. Unfortunately, it was a family that uh, did not have very much money, but mm-hmm. they also didn't have a very good reputation. Mm-hmm. And they were they didn't have good plans for Lucky. Oh. So it was uh, actually a blessing. Uh, it was really good <laughs> that he uh, was actually in the tree. <laughs> Because uh, they consented eventually when we said, we will take care of Lucky if you'll just, you know, consent him to us. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, yeah, we'll do that. So we took it on to, you know, brace his leg, help him to heal. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful because, you know, while we were 
in his healing process and, and helping him along, he was able to come live with me. He kept the name Lucky, and he loved horses, and he healed up just fine and became a really good friend of all the horses and other animals Oh, and eventually went to a petting zoo. So, oh. um, yeah, so good story that Lucky was very lucky. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought this but, story was going to, like, make a, a left turn at the beginning. Like, it really wasn't a goat in a tree. It was like a chupacabra. <laughs> Oh my god, you know, I wouldn't know what to do if I saw one of those. Those are spooky. Are um, they not? Seriously. I've only seen the animation, but yeah. it's enough for me to be like, Ugh. I've seen pictures, you know, just images. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's enough for me. I wouldn't want to see one in person. I would be, if anybody's ever seen one in person or anything like that, that would be interesting if you have that to share. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, but, this doesn't mean you. Right. <laughs> no, Brian. No. <laughs> Yeah, Lucky was awesome. We really enjoyed having Lucky around. Yeah. Way to go, Lucky. Mm-hmm. So he got a great Uber that day. Uber I Black. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good story. Yeah, thanks. That was a very fond story. So Lucky has a story, and he wants to teach us about those rough days. Oh, come on. You know you've had one. You know you have. We've all had them. And Lucky had a really tough one this particular day. It was pouring rain, of all things, and had his feet just... Up in a tree. I mean, how often does these things occur to us, right? And we're like, how did we get here? How did I get in this tree? What happened? That right now, (laughs) I feel like everything is falling. (laughs) Everything is just devastating. What's going on here? We've all been there. So in the words of Lucky, just remember that oftentimes when these things happen, you know what? That turned out to be what looked like to be the worst day into the best day. Lucky got rescued. Lucky got warmth. Lucky got fixed, helped, healed, loved, motivated, and a new home. And many times we can look at it that way. and We can say, you know what, something's happened, something that we didn't expect, something we didn't want. But out of it can come something beautiful and something great and a new home, a new love, a new life. And I want you to think about that this week and in the weeks to come, there's opportunities for you. Never give up. Don't give up. There's there's hope ahead. Remember, you are stronger than you think. Don't give up. If you feel overwhelmed and you can't do it on your own, reach out to a caring friend, a pastor, or counselor. And if you feel like you've reached rock bottom, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline has caring people available 24-7, and they can be reached by dialing or texting 988. Stay true to yourself, embrace the power of kindness, and know you matter. Till next time, friends.